trying to be something I'm not Just please everyone else I look deep in the mirror To find everything that isn't right With myself God only knows I've tried to fight it Fight it It's just the world The soul is crying Crying The devil is a liar Says he can give you everything that you desire Everything you want but you just say it with desire So don't believe in that
I want to tell you something. And I have the witnesses here. Some of you still don't understand and you still don't believe the power of deliverance. The power of deliverance has the ability to change or God, as God says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, transform your whole life. And it may seem a, a mundane, ridiculous thing to one person. And it could be completely life-changing for another one. It may seem life-changing for one person. And, and just mundane, or you seem to take it. Now, Laura, you might want to come over here and dial in the blog talk because yours is a miracle in the working. Because you spoke up and the man told you what you needed to do to manifest this miracle, and what you need to do is within your grasp. So I want you to be on the, come over here on the blog talk and talk about, just just tell about it for a minute. There are so many miracles taking place through this headline right now. It's not even, um, it's not, I'm not even going to attempt to tell them all. But I know this, nothing from nothing equals nothing. Each miracle that you're about to hear about took something. It took, it required something on the part that the miracle manifested. Now this song here is called Miracle. And I've been listening to this song a lot, a lot of years. Eight nights, eight nights. It wasn't supposed to be any light. But God supernaturally provided it. And God supernaturally is providing for what you're about to hear. In the miracle, candles on my vehicle, eight nights, gonna shine invincible, no longer be divisible, born through the struggle, keep on moving through all this hustle, head up, head down, through all of the bustle, New York City wanna flex your muscle, look so down, look so puzzled, heart around your fire through all the rubble, down to stumble and fall, but my strength comes out from man at all. Away your tears and your sorrow, sunrise in the sky. Like an arrow, no need to worry, no need to cry. Light up your mind, no longer be blind. Him who searches will find. Leave your
your problems behind You will shine like a fire in the sky What's the reason we're alive? The reason we're alive I stumble and fall But my strength comes not from man at all Bound to stumble and fall But my strength comes not from man at all Do you Jesus said, 
I am the resurrection and the life. And I used to see in my mind's eye or just see everything around Jesus being resurrected. And it said in in my own mindset, I developed this. I said, wow, you can't even stay dead around Jesus because he's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. I said to myself, hmm, and God reinforced that by taking Jesus back to heaven, placing him on on his own right side, and sent his Holy Spirit, and his Holy Spirit is the same power that raised Jesus himself from the dead. So it dawned on me, God reinforced that thing. Jesus is life. The Holy Spirit is life. God is life. And what the Holy Spirit kept reinforcing to me was, you can't even stay dead. So I said, hmm. Then the Holy Spirit reinforced to me about Lazarus. I studied Lazarus a long time because I used to do, uh, you know, stand on the street corners and preach. And I used to um, do lots and lots and lots of street ministry. And and the main emphasis I had was that these people can't stay dead. If I introduce them to Jesus, he's life. And he brings life and he carries life. And then I learned that I had to minister life. Because if I minister anything other than life, I'm not ministering Jesus. And that's the way I took it. Because when Jesus came into my life, he radically transformed it. He radically changed it transform me and so therefore you cannot convince me that Jesus is not life transforming that Jesus won't bring you from just like the Bible says out of the kingdom of darkness into his kingdom of marvelous light Now, Laura, you need to press one. Press one. So that I can see where you are. Okay. I see you. I see you. I see you. Okay. So, let me tell you this. Laura, Laura, can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can, we can hear you great, so just hold on. So, okay. Je, uh, Isaiah and Jesselyn, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Great. Now, when I first met Laura over the telephone, over the pen line, I said, this is the most negative woman I ever heard in my life. 
he said, well, if you were a not-for-profit, I would. <laughs> so I called Dr. Erica when I hung up, and I said, what do you know about not-for-profit? <laughs> so she's going to check into it. But you know what's interesting is this lot next to me, you know, you talk about being up on the mountain. Mm-hmm. My studio is in like an 1810 house. And upstairs, I've got two windows next to each other that overlook this this parking lot. And wow. I call it the Cement Park. And I'll just, when I first moved in here to help my mom, who's next door, I, I ended up having this surgery. And I thought, I'm looking out these windows, starting to go into a pity party, telling myself, well, you won't be able to go on a mission trip now. You won't be able to carry stuff. You won't be able to help green, build greenhouses or churches. Or And a voice said, Laura, what are you talking about? Your mission is right out here, right outside your window. And I probably told the story backwards, but it was true. And so artists have been coming. I said, well, if people come help me do this, um, help me maintain spray weeds and, and everything, can, I said, because of my arm, I can't do this myself. Can I have other people come work on it? And can we have old, old events and things on it? And he said, yeah. So over the last several years, we've been eyesore of a parking lot where the the old Hardy's was tore down that people would complain about and started gardening out of big containers. <laughs> yep. And I don't know, it's going to grow, it's going to grow, it's going to grow. People Not will stop and talk at the park bench. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, <laughs> and not only that, Emma, what the man told her to do, it'll be done. She will be a nonprofit within the next 14 days. Wow. <laughs> Great guy. I hope this. I hope this guy wasn't just joking. No, he won't be. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because God had given it to you long before you. But God had to wait on you. God had already done it. He had already even told you. It, it's right out the window. Your 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 ministry, your work. But he had to get you right. You're not the same person. I'm telling you, you're <laughs> not the same person. Okay. Thank you. You're not. You're not. Are absolutely not. And God is going to give you that. And um, all I was, all I had to do was look into um, Illinois law and um, find out. And and we have a Ted Liner, which some of you know, some of you don't. We have a, 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 a in-house attorney. Have a tagliner that's an attorney, okay? So okay, and, and the Lord was just telling me to talk to her about a retainer because there was so much going to have to be done. Now, now she doesn't have to practice law there. You could do it, I could do it, but she can make sure what we're doing is right, okay, and that we're right. doing the right way. Because, brothers and sisters, many of you think that when you get God, you know, you got, and you do, but 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 God uses people. 
Why else would God create people? Why else would God tell people to get an education? Because you're going to need it all. In order to take mm-hmm. dominion on this earth, you need it all. And God yeah. has it right here for us, but we cannot be ignorant. I don't talk about it much, but but I was talking to somebody, I don't know, maybe Jose. I don't know who I was talking to. But I know one thing I was saying to whoever I was talking to, my mother told me, you're going to get an education. Whether you use it or not, you're going to get it because you're going to have some paper to back you up. I think I was talking to Jessalyn. Laura, you being yeah. blessed, receive it. <laughs> I am being blessed. I, I got it. Wow, wow, praise God. Wow, okay. thank you, Ted Lyon. Thank you, Dr. Erica. How about thank you, Holy Spirit? Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, you you a living, moving, walking, talking miracle. You, Laura. <laughs> Did you get those pictures? <laughs> yes, I love them. That's what I'm talking about. And I said, Okay, I sent one the other day to uh, to Jessica. I don't know if you got that one. It's an old picture of me. Probably didn't. I don't think when, I got when it. When you see it, you'll go, boy, that girl has really changed. Uh, no, I didn't get that one yet. Yes. Okay. Yes, thank All you. Right, just, just thank stay, you. Just stay, be quiet. Just stay. Stay right here. Now, okay. Jessalyn and Isaiah, are you there? Yes, ma'am. You see, <clears throat> the ten line, all the ten line know that I have you all out there as missionaries. But God had you out there before me. He just brought me in the picture. Okay? Jesslyn, I want you, because you, when you first came on the ten line, you never said nothing. Just look. You just sat there. Mm-hmm. And then you made contact with me, and then we've been in um, in agreement ever since. And then I met Isaiah, who you were ministering to, who God had, had given you. I know He gave Isaiah for you to help him, and for him to help you, because iron sharpens iron. But Amen. you all on the headline heard Isaiah giving his testimony. Isaiah been through a lot, a lot, a lot. And they're there in Sugarland, And because God is working on them, all I do is mentor them. And, Amen. And in a very unusual kind of way. But Isaiah, tell him about the car wreck, and then Jesslyn, you, 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 you two, tell that thing together. Amen. Go ahead, Isaiah. Okay. Yeah, we can't hear you. Um, 
a little better.
But uh, but I thank God there was another car behind me. He saw the accident. Um, he kind of just he got actually got out of his car and just had me roll my window down. He just wanted to make sure everything was all right with me. So I told him it was. So I had to actually sit there for the police to come. Um, and then and then I had to call my insurance company. But in the process, when I think I was just I was thankful because only the airbag deployed, so uh, my left wrist was hurt a little bit, my my left hand swelled up, but thank God I didn't have any serious injuries, no broken bones, no scratches, or anything. So that was that was just a miracle in itself. Just a total vehicle. Yes, my vehicle though did get totaled. Like I said, that it took a few days for them to get that sorted out. So in the process of that, I had to. Uh, I was praying and seeking God. That I had to actually find a new vehicle because I had to uh, rent a vehicle for a couple of weeks. Still renting a vehicle yes. until yeah. last night. Yes, until last night. But yet, by the grace of God, by the grace of God, throughout this whole ordeal, there's been some opposition. But I know one thing: God triumphs over all demonic forces and witchcraft every day. Yes. Every day, when you remain steadfast and believe. And that's what this situation has brought about, a change in Isaiah's life. Yes, it has. Because he had to not only what the devil meant for evil, God worked out for our good, and he always does. But Isaiah had to come in agreement with God. He had to come in agreement with God's own Holy Spirit. He had to understand that I've been in unbelief. I've been doubting what God has been showing me, telling me about what's really going on in my life, about where the, the, the root of these attacks are coming from. But once he got that understanding, this accident was a wake-up call in the spirit. And if, if what the devil meant for evil, God works out for our good, I can't say that enough. Because yes. even though it was a, a, a tragedy, an accident, the car was lost. But what God did in the end, it, it's just all worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it to sacrifice and give to God and praise him every day. Because what just took place within the past two days trumps everything that happened on Black Friday. Yes, everything. Well, what happened? And what happened was, so um, so I ended up finding the car. So I ended up, me and Justin, really Justin found the car for me. He was the one looking for me. And uh, the Lord led him to a car for me. It was, um, well, yeah, it was, it was a newer car than one I had. The one I had was a, a 2016. So God bless me, blesses with a newer, bless me with a newer a car. A better car in Jesus' name. Yes. A better car in Jesus' name. A, a car that, you know, I, I, I've lived my life like this, Ted Lund. Every vehicle I purchase, I always ask God and I seek him. And the last vehicle I had, I had almost 20 years. Because I, I sought God, and that car never gave me problems to the bitter end. And I, I believe to put God, believe putting God before everything, every situation, every decision. And even in this, God said, we found one car. I didn't like the lady's spirit from the beginning. And I remember telling Isaiah, her spirit ain't right. And ended up, we didn't go with her. Same day, God said, look for another car. I did. Contacted the dealership. That was just today's Saturday, Sunday. That was Thursday. 
Yes, that was Thursday. That was Thursday. And the guy said, well, can you come tonight to look at the car? And we did. Yeah. We got up. He got, went up there pretty late. Went up there Thursday evening. Really set to buy the car. And um, and in the in the beginning, the negotiation process began, and this is where God showed up and showed out, because they were not going to budge on the price. Nope. But I told Isaiah, I said, you know what? I got a number, and we're gonna stick to this number. Yes. We're gonna stick <laughs> to this number in Jesus' name. And and just to make a long story short, that's the number. After they gave us a whole dissertation about what they could not do, how they would be at a loss. If they sold this car at this price at this rate, after he said all that, I'm still sitting there looking at Isaiah. Well, we're not budging. So yeah. they go back and they do their negotiation. While they negotiate, I'm praying. We're both praying. God was there in that place because not only did they bring the price down to exactly what God said, what we'd ask for, Isaiah got offered a new job yes. at the same time. At the same time, double-double. He's like, yeah, he's like, we'll sell you the car. He's like, and you have a new job. You can work for me. I was like, wow, thank you, God. I mean, that was just, that blew me away. Like, my head is still really spinning from, I'm still trying to take in exactly what happened. Because this has happened so fast. But, like I said, the whole time we was there, God was with us, his favor. It's just, it's amazing. God's amazing. And, and this is for all the headliners. If you still may be wondering or questioning about the words that God released to Dr. Erica about the parted heaven, you better catch hold to it right now in this window that we have because God's miracles are flowing in this window of divine opportunity. This is this is just a prime example here, a double bless, a double miracle. Not only Jesus, 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 a new car, a better car, a lesser car note than before. Oh, with yeah. Gap yeah. coverage, with an extended warranty, all, all the bells and whistles. My God, I, I just I can't give God enough praise. Yes. Because what the devil means for evil, God is always going to work it out for our good. That That is my message today. It, it's going to work out for our good if we remain steadfast and trust him. And this has really... Helped Isaiah's faith go to another level. It really has. Yeah. This has helped my faith. Let me let me. And like say I something. said, it's always. Oh. Oh, go ahead, Doctor. Yes. I want to tell y'all something. Um, ain't nothing gay about these men. Those are you. I want right. you know. I, I don't want to give the devil no kind of opportunity. Ain't nothing gay about them. They just love God. Isaiah suffered. Childhood trauma. And it takes a long time to get delivered from childhood trauma. Then he suffered trauma again because he thought his whole goal was to go to the NBA. And then he didn't. What what was it? Isn't that right? NBA. NBA. Yeah, that's, that's, right. that's all I want to do. <laughs> that's all I want to do, and that's all he lived for. And uh, and and he was good. I don't know why he didn't make it, but he didn't make it because the devil, the devil came and undermined him. He had to deal with household witchcraft, and not 
household witchcraft like you think, but but he he was kind of like labeled because his daddy and mama wanted a girl, and here he show up a boy, <laughs> and a boy's boy, a boy's boy, you know, athletic and all of that, and his mama did not want to lose the control over him. So I'm talking yeah. to you mother today. So he literally had to been sheltered by his parents all his life and he had to leave. He had to leave home. He had to pack up his stuff and leave. Mm. And it was God because it was time for him mm. to become a man. Yeah. I had to uh, run, Dr. Eric, remember... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> uh, remember, I, I didn't mean to cut you out, Dr. Eric, but remember, I think I called you a few days before I was leaving to tell you about that. The guy told me I had to, he said, run lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I just, you know, had to take off in the middle of the night, and then my parents just woke up, and I was gone. <laughs> okay, and they got over it. They still live it. But they let did. me tell you. Oh, you yeah, know. I gotta I, I see I can I, I wanna say this. Both Isaiah and Jessica are nice looking men. You understand me, uh uh Taylana? And and Jose could attest to this too, because out there in LA, I mean in um where was your job? His job was in uh Malibu, Malibu, California. The devil kept trying to send signals that were not true. Because the devil, when when some demons see nice-looking tall men, then they, well, uh, let me put it this way. There's witchcraft they sell on the Internet to make you gay. I guess you know that, though, right? You can get witchcraft to make somebody gay, and I've seen that witchcraft destroy somebody's life. A man came to me of a different race, and he wanted to marry a woman of a different race. And the girl's father said, no, 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 no. She cannot marry you. And the girl's father went and got that love potion witchcraft to make him gay. And a battle began. A battle began. But Jesus won. And so... This this job Isaiah had, he got two jobs. Now, some people can't even get one job. From the moment he got down there to Texas, he done had two jobs. And every time he left the first job, because they, they wouldn't honor God or something, right? I don't know why you said Yes, it was lust. Oh, lust. Okay. Yeah, it was lust from my from my boss. So he left. And I wasn't left. really supposed to. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I wasn't really supposed to be there anyway. I I chose that job, and it was part of my disobedience. But you know, the Lord's grace, He He um He had me leave that job. Okay. But yeah, then he lust. got. But then he got another job, the one he got now, and they have done. They tried to get him to engage in a witchcraft ritual. Remember they wanted to cut the tie in half and um, they wanted to always bring in food for him to eat. (laughs) And 
me engage I, in a gift given secret Santa? I'm like, no, thank you. Okay, so then this week, a man walked by him and he touched him. Now, I, I'm real funny about that stuff. And I'm real funny about it because I teach about transference of spirit. All right. Isaiah is very anointed. And it didn't have nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with God and him and God choosing them, both of them. Both of them. One is mature and stable, and Isaiah, but, but Jesslyn promised to help get Isaiah all the way delivered. And I'm, and I'm the catalyst of holding it together and pushing them. I'm pushing them. But tell them what, what happened when the man touched you. <laughs> Okay, and that, it was actually two men that day, so I'll tell both of them. Is that, that okay? Okay. Okay, so the uh, I, when I walked outside, uh, I had a, a previous customer that I already sold a car to. Uh, he came out of the he came out the car with his wife, and he he already came up to greet me. But at this point, I stopped. I said, "I'm going to stop," you know, shaking hands and and touching people. That the Lord already. <laughs> The Lord already and Dr. Erica, they told me about touching, you know, people transferring their demons onto me and I'm allowing people to touch me and rub up on me and everything. So I said, I'm just not going to shake anybody's hands no more. I'm going to just tell them, you know, you know, no, thank you. But so uh, he re- he walked up to me and he's like, hey, so he had his hand. And I kind of just, you know, put both of my hands up and saying, you know, no, thank you. So I, I reached up my hand. I said, "No, thank you." And and I kind of want to go back because this came and these in, these instances that I'm about to tell you about that these two people touched me. These happened. This happened right after deliverance, where God uh-huh. used Justin to to deliver or to minister deliverance to me. So I just right received deliverance the right there on the ground. Yes. That job. On the uh-huh. ground on this job. With um, you know, this job that has you know this, the witchcraft and sorcery and everything. So I just received deliverance. This is probably ten minutes before I received deliverance. This man comes. He walks up. He wants to shake my hand. Reaches his hand out. So I said, you know, no, thank you. I said, I'm, I'm just not shaking hands. And then he's he kind of like laughs, and, and then he taps me on my. He like just gently like taps me on my uh, my stomach. And, like, something just went off at me. I said, oh, no, I, I can't let that happen. I'm like, no, Satan, not today. I just got delivered, and you just sent your, one of your agents to touch me to try to transfer something back onto me. So he walked in the door, and he asked us for uh, – he was looking for somebody, so I told him I was going to get him. And I think his wife walked off somewhere. And I came over to him. I said, you know, when you walked up to me, I said, you reached out your hands to me. And I said, I didn't uh, – I didn't shake your hand. I said, but you touched me. I said, why did you do that? He said, uh, what? I said, why did you touch me? I said, <laughs> I said, why did you touch me? I said, I don't want to be touched. I said, Satan, I rebuke you. <laughs> I said, I said, you're being used by Satan. I said, try to steal my deliverance, but it's not happening. <laughs> I told him, I said, don't, I said, don't ever touch me again. And I just, I walked out. I mean, I was just 
I was just mad. I was angry. I was like, this just happened. I just received deliverance, and Satan's going to try to steal it. Like, he's done so many other times, you know, in my life that I allowed. But I said, I finally rose up and just the Lord empowered me to be bold enough to be able to stand up, like I said, and call call out Satan to his face. And then that was that was the first customer. And then about a few hours later, it happened again. I walked into my, my manager's office to speak to one of my managers. And one of the managers came by and he touched me. I said, Cut off. Okay, I'm... It's an amber alert. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry about that. So yeah, I walked in. I walked into my, I walked into my manager's office, and uh, uh, the other man, he came by and he reached out like both of his hands and touched me. He said he wanted to say thank you. I said, don't touch me. I said, I don't, I don't want to be touched. He said, and he just like kind of startled and like the everybody in the office or the two people in the office, they was just was silent. And he was like, well, I just wanted to say thank you. I said, I don't want to be touched. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. And he was just very, like, you know, taken aback and just startled, I guess, because I came off as, I mean, I just said it just bold, just don't touch me. And then, you know, he walked out, and then, you know, one of the managers, they they pulled me inside and said, you know, you was, you was very aggressive, you know, you know, there's a way you tell people without, you know, kind of just going at them like that because you was very aggressive. You look like you wanted to fight him. I just said, I wasn't going to fight the man. I didn't cuss him out. I just said, don't touch me. I said, I don't like being touched. And then from there, you know, and then, you know, my boss pulled me aside and basically went over the same thing. But I told him, you know, basically, I just don't like being touched. And that was, that was, that was basically the the sum of that. Yeah, but but that now Jesslyn, that led into Ma'am. the last thing he said with his job was, "I don't want to be touched," and that and that's what God has said. He doesn't want yes, he did transferring those spirits, and especially the minute you get delivered, the devil jump up in your face and want to transfer. That's the way he works it. But this is my point, Evan. The reward was he did, he stood up. The boss boss could have said, you fired, get out of here, or whatever. But whatever, he stood for righteousness' sake. Okay? He stood, and what did God reward him with? The car, half the payment from the old car. Uh, and a tailhawk job thing came up, the new job, when you went to buy the car. Yeah, when I went to buy the car, you said how the job came up? Yeah, how you get the, the job, the job that was offered to you yesterday that you, that you took away from all that garbage, how did it happen? Yeah. Were you looking for a job? Were you hunting for a job? <clears throat> how did it happen? I was at- Yes, because this is a, I was already told I mean, this is going to be my last month at the current job that I'm in. So I was uh, I was actually told by God, they told me to leave the, the current job I'm on 
because he said I'm done with this place. So then uh, I've been I've been praying for direction, not praying. I didn't start praying intently because I was. Well, I've been you know asking the Lord for direction, but I should have been seeking Him harder in all honesty. But that came up basically when I went to the job dealership and when you know I went there when they sold me the car, and they saw already I had my jet my outfit on and the jacket that I wear to my job. And then they they already noticed I was already in the car industry, so they offered me the job, like on the spot. There's nothing but God. But how did the man tell you? He said, if I give you this price, will you come to work mm-hmm. for me? <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. He said, so if I sell you this um, car with this price, he said, I'll sell you the car. He said, and he said, you can have a job. And like I was just surprised. I thought he was joking at first, but he he was serious. So he offered me the car. He said, "If I take the car, he said I can have the job as well." The job, beautiful. Yeah. Because you know what? This is a story about direction and following the Holy Spirit. Following the Holy Spirit. Yes, it is. Because God said, "Look for another car." As soon as I got off the phone, as a matter of fact, with Doctor Erica mm-hmm. about the first car. I looked for that, looked for the car, found the car, found the place. That particular place was a place of blessing. Ooh, that's good. That was a place of blessing right there. And it took took faith and even strength on my part to to wait for Isaiah to get off work. And I'd already worked eight hours that day. I was tired. I was. I said, Lord, maybe we can go tomorrow. Lord said, no, go today. Go tonight. And everybody was in place. There was a, a, a manager I spoke to on the phone, and uh, he, he cracked a couple of jokes before we got there, but God removed him. He wasn't even in place. We didn't even meet him the whole time. So everybody that was there that night was supposed to be there, especially Isaiah and myself. And God got the glory, and he moved mightily. 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 It, it's nothing like working somewhere where you – uh, 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 you want to be there and the people want you there. Thank you, Jesus. So I did, yeah, so. Uh, I did a call last night. We in the car. We heading home. And Isaiah got the job. Amen. Uh, Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Brothers and sisters. God say there's a window. Some of you, as you were talking, I typed in the chat room, the place of blessing, the time of blessing. Amen. Amen. Don't miss it. Don't miss yours because you lazy. Don't miss yours because you fearful. Mm -hmm. Don't. This young man got Bless double, no, I mean, how I many blessings in that one blessing? Three or four. Oh, yeah, and a mentor. Go ahead. Oh, yes, and a mentor. You know, uh, after I did the paperwork and went into the finance office, um, the finance guy who he's already been like a finance manager, he said, you know, um, I can mentor you, you know, if you want me to, you know, just show you the 
and show you know you know the business and how it works. He said, only thing I ask is you just give it back, pay it forward, help somebody else. So that was another blessing from God as well too, because that was another area that I wanted to learn the finance, uh, you know, department. So I thank God for that as well too. So that's a, another blessing. It was just blessing on top of blessing on top of blessing. Blessings on blessings. Yes. Well, I think about the song. I think about the song Dr. Erica plays. This whole process from the car when I got hit until now. That the song called uh, "He Keeps on Blessing Me" over and over again. Yes. That's what it's been. See, brother, you're not living for religion. You're living to usher in the kingdom of God on earth. And yes, yes, your obedience matters. Yes, your character matters. Yes, your integrity matters. And all those areas God builds in us. You don't just save the day and you got it all. Uh Uh-uh. Remember I told you? What you want to be is a God-made man and a God-made woman. You want to be a dispenser of his blessings. You want to be a demonstration of Jesus on earth. Getting the devils cast out is the first part. That's why you don't go all your life dealing with this devil, that devil, the other devil. You deal with the devil and gone into the blessing at the same time. Because God got double, double for you. Double, double. And on this tagline, you're a witness to it every week. Every week. Somebody else comes on here with a testimony of the truth. Not something that happened 10 years ago. What you're hearing right now is less than 10 hours ago. Because they woke me up on my sleep. (laughs) And I I was glad about it. And you know what? That ministry, we taking our time. But when it gets built there in Sugar Land, it's going to be built on the knowledge and the of the reality of who God is. The reality. Amen. Yeah, man. And the Lord shall restore the years that the locusts had eaten, the conqueror and the caterpillar. And God shall restore it plentiful. Double, double for your trouble. Ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Hey!
what did Nia's daughter say? I said, Nia got her daughter, put her daughter on the phone, and I said to her daughter, I said, you've been having a, a, a pain yes. and problem in, um, in, in that area. I said, you need to see a gynecologist right away. I said, and you've been yes. having pain and you've been hiding it. You haven't been telling your mother. And what did she say? She said, yes, I have. I've had a lot of pain, and I've just been um, keeping it to myself. And first on the TED line, you said, Holy Spirit's giving you a word for her daughter and to go to a gynecologist. And you said, it's very important. So when I told um, Sister Nia, she said, oh, okay. And when she got her daughter, and immediately the daughter sounded shocked. Um, she said, yes, um, just haven't told anybody. And I'm praying because, um, immediately I know what that means when I heard that. And I thought, wow, wow, God, you're even, you know, preventing um, anything from even growing or becoming um, what the devil wants it to become. So the tagline ain't no joke. God loves you and he's trying to show you and demonstrate to you. And you know what? I know that he's trying to use more of you, but you got to let him. You take the confidence out of you. Put the confidence in Jesus. Put your confidence in God's ability. Because God is real. God is real. Amen. And, he, and, he, and he's showing himself real. Don't let the devil, don't, don't, don't believe the devil lies. And, and don't let him trick you. He only wants to get you delivered so he can fill you up with more of him and utilize you to the max. Nobody's nobody's playing games on this tagline. Ain't nobody got I don't have time for that. God is blessing us. Can you receive it? This is a song that my father in law wrote. The title of the song is You Keep On Blessing Me. Over and over again. Come on, y'all. Over and over again. Here we go. Come Let's on. try this clap your hands. Come on.
Everything. 